0: What's going on everyone. this is me again Gino for my new episode of my podcast Genographer so there yeah, I'm back <laughs> so uh what I'm going to talk about what are we going to talk about today is the uh the controversial for the news yesterday it is the uh, the government's new general community quarantine classification in metro manila so uh yeah that's a, that's a that's a headline i'll read this for you so we will have our first uh you know first hand uh story for this uh this is from um hmm, this is from ABS-CBN news uh, breaking news the the NCR shifts to GCQ, the general community quarantine starting September 8, that's today, until the 30th, according to Palace spokesman Harry Roque. So, inquirer, Metro Manila will be placed under GCQ starting September 8 until September 30, uh, presidential spokesperson Harry Roque, announces. So yeah, it's actually uh, an, uh, a fact now and it is all over the news that Metro Manila will be placed under GCQ and uh, if you are privy to our quarantine, if you're following the quarantine classifications of the country, we have seen a lot of uh, cues <laughs> a lot of cues, cl- uh, classifications, reservations, and details and uh, in our uh, classification for the country. and then there's 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 this bubble and there's this internal bubble and then this is what they call this? Uh tiny bubble. <laughs> so there's a lot of uh, tiny bubbles, you know. <laughs> it's quite funny, yeah. So those are lots of a of uh I think creativities that the uh IETF is or the government is trying to do to to control or somehow uh, manage COVID nineteen. You know what the problem um is uh they have this uh, battling between the health system that they must protect because it will collapse if they don't, and uh, the, the, the disease will spread at the same time, they cannot just simply for, brute force lockdown, because we have an economy that must run, and um, the problem here is that they cannot marry the two, because you know cannot say they cannot just uh, run the economy without people moving, and you cannot just lock, do the lockdown. And earn income, so that's quite the opposite. And those are the two problems that the government is facing right now. And I think GCQ under yeah, with uh, granular lockdown is the best compromise. I call it best because I think that's their somehow analysis on what's happening. And uh, if I may say, you know, um, uh, every, it's it's been a year, and we've always been in uh, you know pilot pilot strategy mode. Because you know, GCQ uh, with granular lockdown is in pilot mode. So they'll try to do it in NCR and if it's working and if, it's, and if it works, they can apply it to other cities or provinces as well. So um, it's quite I'm totally, totally not surprised that uh, you know, there's a new experiment that they're doing because they have always been a guinea pig uh during this pandemic since march 2020 you know when when this started march 2020 they totally locked down the country without any notice without any uh you know announcement further from the implementers like the local government heads chief executives even the private sector did not totally know what's going on so and then they required all the government and the private sector to pay for the employees even without the presence of their employees and uh, just do just uh, you know uh, negotiate with your employees how what to do about it. So those are you, you know, those are the uh, the in the inefficiencies that happened during the March twenty twenty. And uh it's I, I don't know if uh, uh if, if if things will get any get worse because uh, we we faced so much worse governance in, in the since the past months and uh, this is no uh, different from that. So uh, with GCQ other granular lockdown, we expect to have a guideline to be released today, Tuesday, uh, September 8th. And uh, but uh, this official this is part of the official guidelines. But I think what they'll do, you know, it's an umbrella. It's an umbrella guideline for Metro Manila, you know, that uh, these are the types or the they call it class, but type type 1, type 2, type, alert, alert level one, two, three, and 4. If it's alert level 1, blah, blah, alert level 2. If alert level 1, lo- lesser risk, level 2, higher risk, level 3, most risk, level f- uh, 4, dangerous, or something like that. And uh, they have this uh, kind of, uh, I think there's a parameters for classifying that's in level 1, uh, only number of cases, 2 High cases, you know, something like that. So we we all know the drill. But uh, the the feature of this are two, I guess. The two, the two. There are two distinct features of this GCQ plus uh, granular lockdown. Number one feature is uh, the um uh, uh, special uh, the spatial granularity. They call it granular or butyl because they uh, instead of uh, announcing the lockdown nationwide or um uh, whole. Uh, region Metro Manila, what they do is uh, they 'll try to open the economy already of Metro Manila with somehow minimal uh, minimal uh, uh, restrictions because we 're still in Gcq but in every location which has higher risk of covid nineteen in different variants, there will be strictest lockdown i mean uh, you know, imagine in a map of Metro Manila, there's color white or yellow because light, uh light restriction, and there's this super red color in every areas that are deemed necessary to lock down. Because what is um the logic there? They think is uh some case, some locations have no, uh, have no, uh, have lesser risk of COVID than the the other areas. When we say area, you mean? streets the barangay, so there's this one barangay full of covid and this is one barangay uh, totally safe, so they can just lock down the full, uh, full barangay with high risk and then uh you know they can provide uh help and then they close it down for like two weeks and then when everything's okay it 's already fine it's very good, so that's what they're trying to say and do i think uh the 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 formulation of this plan was somehow consulted. Uh, uh, was also consulted uh, to the mayor because mayors are the ones who know on ground what's going on, and they realize that um, you know, in every in every barangays that they are that they're serving, uh, it's not that all barangays have COVID nineteen, of course, but uh, some barangays have one case, so which uh, with that one case uh, they would think uh, it's not it is not necessary to lock down the whole barangay. Perhaps it's just one street one compound, so you can lock down the one compound and continue your business as usual for the entire barangay. So something like that. So It's the same as entire city. If you have two cases and then you'll close down the whole city, and uh, the benefit of lockdown outweighs, you know, the cost of lockdown outweighs the benefit of an economy running the city or the region per se. So, So if you have four cases, five increasing cases, and uh, seven to ten cases, you might have to just identify their addresses and lock down their certain streets. So that's part of their uh, uh, realization and mandate in the past months of uh, handling this COVID-19. I guess I can give you a background that uh, this practice of granular lockdown is not new to mayors. They've been doing this for um, for like uh, since January, I think when the country started opening after after Christmas and New Year, and they realized that uh, the cases is going down, the cases are going down, and uh, some cases that they cannot, some cities can no longer afford to close because of a lot of uh of, of, uh what do you call this uh, repercussions in the economy. So uh, bef- uh in 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 terms of uh, policies what they can do is do not pl- close the whole economy and just focus on certain streets. Example, in Makati, when uh, Mayor Abe uh, was, uh, I, actually, I think uh, the one I wrote in, uh, Makati and QC were the ones in Metro Manila who somehow initiated this kind of uh, uh, strategy. They uh, they wanted they, they closed down certain street streets or barangay, and then uh, they put up some uh, help and booth for the families. And with that, they created a, a you know um, it's like wall. It's like a wall, and then uh, they were able to combat the, the cases the rise of COVID So the importance of uh, the important here is that you should be able to identify the location of the. Uh, of the of the positive cases, so either you put them in an isolation facility, of course, and then you quarantine an area, either the street or the house. I think they are buying uh, up to the house level. If there's a family which has COVID nineteen, the whole family can stay inside, or if uh, if one person is COVID and has COVID nineteen. It can it, it must move to an as isolation facility and the family will also be locked down for two weeks so those are types of policy interventions that the government or the local government will be doing during this granular lockdown another feature is that um, there's the spatial component you know the granularity and the second one is the restrictions of the a uh, apor or the uh, authorized persons outside of residence and i think this is quite controversial and somehow uh, problematic for me and i uh, uh, um what do you call this uh, something to look for as a concern because um apor apor authorized persons outside residence are uh, uh, no, are no longer allowed to go home when they go out and there's a lockdown. So example, uh, the house or state has been uh, deemed as uh, de- a dangerous area for uh, COVID-19. And uh, as granular lockdown said, as the local government will see, during granular lockdown, they realize that you know it, it has to be locked down. A poor or the family or member of the family that must go out because they they have work, If should they go out, they won't be able to return during the lockdown. They have to find elsewhere. Uh, the, a place where they can stay during the lockdown of their house, or they can stay inside and no longer go out. Although the government will provide them assistance, so that's part of uh, the problematic. So I guess if uh, a poor will leave the house and they can no longer go back until lockdown, uh, I think it's part also of the government to assist them. You know, because of course, uh, the the poor cannot uh, afford to find a short term because some are. Not all are privileged enough to choose which residence they could uh, stay in during the lockdown. So yeah, that is a problem for me. But nonetheless, um, I think as I always say, GCQ with granular, granular lockdown is a compromise that the government uh, can do to, pro- to prevent the collapse of the health system. And, uh, oh, that's another story, not actually prevent collapse, too. To uh, what you call this? To do to manage the cases, and at the same time, not uh compromise the economy because the economy is actually the road uh uh derailed now or uh, some deterior- deteriorating. We have uh, a lot of uh credits to pay, a lot of uh, loans to pay. We have a lot of uh, you know, a lot of businesses are already closing and uh, um. As one interview by an official from a bank, from BPI, they said that this is uh, the vaccines and the GCQ with uh, a granular lockdown is the last shot for the private sector to help the micro and small medium enterprise entrepreneurs because of a lot of financial difficulties. Uh, banks, even banks can no longer assist the MSMEs or the small businesses, but yeah so nonetheless, uh we should um we should pray that uh, this works even though I not I'm not totally totally assault uh, with this but I have, this is a product you know of a year of incompetence of uh non-discerning decisions and uh, not not you know considering covid-19 is a uh, is a health crisis it is not this is not a military and this is not a population problem. This is a health crisis. Therefore, uh, you need a health, pro- health solution. And part of it is uh, you have to have a vaccination, mass testing, inoculation, um, you know, uh, contact tracing, and then isolation. Although the government has been doing that, it's quite late and somehow it's still, until now is still inefficient, especially in isolation. Uh, the government is not, uh, not giving enough incentives for people who will be who are uh, suspected to be COVID nineteen positive or somehow that will become positive, because if uh, the the workers are known to have the the symptoms, uh, they won't be allowed to go to work and they will no longer receiving pay. Be receiving pay, and that's a problem because they need money, and the local government or national is not providing any assistance. So how would you expect them to? To turn, their, to turn themselves on to the local government or to the isolation facility when they, there's no incentive for them. So they just continue working. So that's the problem. Okay, so I think uh, there are three facts, as, I'm, as I always mentioned. There are, there are three facts in uh, how did the uh, IETF, the, the governor, uh, the officials come up with this compromise of uh, two. We have the, uh, you know, the, the granular lockdown. Number one, I think um, lockdown is the uh, comprehensive measure to curb the cases, but persistent lockdown also ails the country. If there's no roadmap in place after lockdown, it's totally useless. And of COVID, COVID we know that uh, it's here to stay. Uh, it is seen to not to live in the foreseeable future. It will just evolve and we will just adapt to it. Our bodies will just adapt. Our immune system will just adapt to the New variants, so COVID is here to stay, and uh, we we cannot afford to just simply lock down, wait for another variant and another lockdown. We have to adapt. If uh the if the answer will be open the economy, try to granular where people are try, starting to move it starting to move for the country, then so be it. So the only the only uh. Uh, what they call this, the only problem is uh, how will you assist the healthcare system because they're the ones who are bearing the grunt of the, of the healthcare of the cases. So if you're not paying well enough, the, the, prof, the medical frontliners, uh, you are also not doing your job very well. So not lockdown is somehow a, um, a sweeping policy to help, but it is not sustainable. And uh, that's, the, that's the thing that they need to accept. Number two, uh, the government, national government, has realized also that mayors, local chief executives know better than them because, you know, during the first few months of lockdown, uh, you could feel there's somehow, it's just my personal take, it's my personal take. The government has this kind of, the national government has this kind of arrogance that, they are the national government they can provide assistance they do this and that and the mayor should not step in on the function of the government of course there is a function but they should not grandstand aggrandize some things you know some things that, that uh because in the earlier months of uh pandemic last year lo- some local mayors are uh some mayors are uh, uh being more creative in providing assistance to their uh to their uh um, constituents, but the national government can't allow it does not allow it so the, the you know the treatment is national and yet they do not they do not submit to the ideas of the mayors who are on the grassroots or on the ground level, but now they are more submit, submissive to the mayors on the grassroots or the gr- ground level they consult what's happening on ground what's happening there uh, what are the changes what could be the new measures to be to to respond to the number of cases and yet uh, not compromise so that's one that's uh one factor of uh trying to uh, listen to the that's one listen to the mayor and number two uh what's that? oh okay <laughs> that's not, i'm sorry and uh yeah so um they know better and as i mentioned a while ago makati qc And somehow some municipalities and cities in Cavite had also this um, uh, lockdown granular level on barangay level because they know that a certain barangay or district has to just have, has to be closed and the rest can just completely work or somehow do their usual business. So yeah, they realized that they could do it and the mayors know better so they could devolve the powers to the LGU the class or levels or alerts, and then implement them implemented by mayors. Last, uh, I think um, uh, the last uh, third fact and uh, somehow ground for the decision is the number of cases by uh, the data. You know, we have the Octa Research and the UP Pandemic uh, Research Team who was trying to do uh, to do the runs, uh, to do the numbers and runs for uh, the data modeling on based on the trends. How will the, the, the pandemic uh na increase number of cases versus the ICUs and they realized that after the 2 week pandemic ECQ there's not much change unlike before during uh the 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 beta beta or bravo, alpha variant beta variant etc variant uh, there was uh, quite a good response you know after 2 weeks of uh lockdown uh, they they see the they saw the uh the, the decrease of uh, 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 what do you call this positivity rate in cases so uh, we what we usually target is below 1 so during last time uh, built uh, beta variant or the previous variants uh, before the delta variant um, there was uh, we had 1.4 and then it went down after 2 weeks 0.9 0.8 0.7 so you know it's totally uh, effective but now after the ecq of 2 weeks uh we're still uh, after the 1.9 then we're still at 1.4 and then we we plateaued at 1.4 i think and now uh we are seeing to hit at 30000 pieces per day with 25% positivity rate which uh under uh W W Health, uh, W World Health Organization um the recommended is only five percent positivity rate and we have twenty five percent. So imagine one in one in four cases uh, of uh, tested for COVID nineteen is positive. So in every one hundred testing there's one hundred positive cases. So instead of only five as World Health Organization recommends. be manageable. So imagine how much hospitals are able to cope with that number of cases per day. So that's a problem. That's why we're hitting at around 20. Now, yesterday we had 22,000 record high and uh, it was uh, predicted that at the end of the month we'll hit at 25,000 and uh, initially before this ECQ, it was predicted that we'll hit at 25,000 tops, I mean at the most. But now, it was changed based on the data model uh, at 1st of October, 1st week of October, we'll hit at around 30 at its peak before we go down. So, uh, the, so the, the problem there is, number one, the case is going high. And number two, uh, the case of going high is also taking it longer. So it exhausts the medical system or the healthcare system of the country. It's totally exhausting for the... For our uh, doctors nurses medical frontliners and uh, so that's a problem and they uh, knew that uh, this ecq even though you uh, i mean the the recommendation of the data scientists is totally locked down that's that's normal because uh, the numbers is, are telling that you must uh, you must uh, you must put uh, uh, what you call the circuit breaker to to break in the to, it's like, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's a, uh, they call this, uh, overflowing water. You need to really screw it so that it's not uh, uh, spilling. Basically, it's totally spilling right now, and uh, they think that lockdown is the answer. But uh, the economy cannot say, uh, cannot agree anymore with that. So the government has to ba- that's the balance between locking down and uh, uh, managing the economy. So yeah, so those are three. I think are the uh, indicators for or somehow facts of the of the decision makers to let, uh, 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 let the mayors let the mayors find uh, which cases have the highest implement those assist them by the government national level. So uh, the mayor has the uh, admi- administrative and political power, and the national has also the administrative and uh, resource power supportive for the mayors of the metro of metro manila and i think they're doing it when we say pilot meaning they're until now they're still uh, crafting the framework of this model for uh, for pandemic response and if it uh, deems effective they can uh, replicate this to other lgus and if it's not i think uh, since we're already in deep shit they can modify it and we can just adjust because there's nothing really we can do you know this is we're already in deep shit uh this is the mismanaged pandemic response for a year and uh i, I call it wala na tong kapapangit pa so we are already in uh double deep shit na. and uh, The government is just, uh, you know, I mean, the private sector, the multilateral organizations, and some government agencies who are functioning well are just being, uh, have just more, is more responsive and trying to be more efficient. That's why we have somehow, we are somehow surviving in this problem. Had it not been by the private sector and the MLOs, the multilateral organizations supporting us, and the uh, cost-oriented groups and some agencies of the government, Oh, we'll totally be out of, you know, we'll, we'll totally not survive this. So the those are somehow, somehow for me, are uh, problematic in a way. And um, this uh, problem is totally long-term. Meaning, uh, the pandemic that happened, uh, um, the response, the pandemic response that happened, the failure of the pandemic response will totally affect the country for decades. Uh, uh, the country, it took the country uh Twenty years to build, with uh we enjoyed the benefits for ten years from two thousand, I guess eight until twenty eighteen pre COVID, and uh, yeah we're now it is totally down the drain totally down the drain, uh negative ratings negative outlook but uh businessmen are also optimistic because we have an we 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 actually built a business ecosystem in the BPO in the. Um, OFW so and uh, affluent in real estate, so any construction and infrastructure. So, there are still a lot of positives and hopefuls for this, but um, the the momentum has already gone. You know, we should have been uh, we, we were hitting if seven percent in GDP, and with infrastructure, we would be hitting eight percent. You know, the record high in the region, ASEAN, and uh. But now, we are, uh, uh, we were uh, forecasted at 4%, I think 4 or 5%. This was the same during 90s. So, we are somehow going back to the, being the sick man of Asia. And hopefully, would be able to uh, go back and bounce back. The problem here with it, with this, and some people can, do not realize, is that uh, when we say uh, that uh, the country is now the sick man of Asia, and uh, we can simply go back no it's not that simple to go back because we have a lot of loans to pay we have an infrastructure to maintain we have a, we need to have uh you know a sector to protect so we have an industry sector health hospitality uh food beverages communication all those types of sectors who are now directly affected and uh, the problem there is that it does not heal Immediately, so we can see some uh, recovery, but we're seeing a pre-COVID level around 2025 as they are, uh, they are forecasting 2024, 2025. So, huh, yeah. So, uh, there's no really, uh, no, uh, you know, when when pandemic was announced, uh, lockdown was announced in March 2020. We know that, uh, uh, we thought it's gonna be just one or two weeks, so the gov- the private sector, and the economy can can you know patch things up but with one year of lockdown and uh go on and off these uh, things are getting worse and the problem here is that uh, the businesses cannot find the momentum that's a problem that's why they're trying this granular lockdown as well they try to maintain the momentum because businesses cannot just simply close and open (laughs) open this and close open and close the stores and establishments no they have to have a momentum it's okay to have a minimal opening so long as it is consistent but if it's not uh that's a problem so yeah let's just hope for the best for this and uh actually i'm not really hopeful um i know i'm i'm optimistic but not hopeful on this but please 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 prove me wrong (laughs) so yeah this is quite you know pessimistic but i'm trying to more to be more realistic on this and uh, Trying to see what's gonna happen. So if we have the chance, uh, let's uh, in the next uh, elections let's vote for better leaders, better decision makers, highly technical people, highly knowledgeable, and also highly empathic people who knows how to, who understands the plight of the workers, understands the, the plight of the of the uh, farmers, the plight of the underprivileged people, especially during this pandemic. So. It's a realization for all of us Now you know, Bertie uh, mouth does not work any anymore. So yeah, this is me again, genographer. And hopefully, we'll be able to cope up with this pandemic. And uh, we're all in this together. Let's help one another. Thank you. Bye.